Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. We're going to piggyback on yesterday's uh, episode, you know, talking about college athletes. Um, should they be able to go uh, straight to the pros? This was primarily about basketball, but today is going to go a little bit deeper into college sports, not just basketball. So if you guys have been paying attention to what Apple is trying to do with the Pac-12, looks like Apple is trying to, uh, I guess, get a bid in on the Pac-12 network. So basically, basically trying to partner with the Pac-12 in order to stream live games on Apple TV. This is genius. I mean, Apple's always ahead of the game. First off, they got the, if their technology is not the best technology, it's the most user-friendly, it's the most used. Apple knows what they're doing. I think what they're trying to do is expand their Apple TV. And if they can expand their Apple TV to where they can have the market of all the Pac-12 games, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, the whole nine, especially football. Let's say, for instance, if USC starts to get really good again, Oregon's already good. Um, if UCLA starts to do their thing, but mainly USC, if USC and Stanford, you know, pretty much the whole conference, if that whole conference can lift themselves back up, you know, they used to run the the late 90s and the early 2000s. Um, and then the Big 12 ended up running it from there. And then Nick Saban ended up going to – Alabama, he ended up pretty much having the SEC run college football since. But if the if 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 Apple TV if Apple is able to partner with the Pac-12 to buy the Pac-12 network per se, or partner with the Pac-12 network so that all the live games are streamed there, think how big this is going to be, guys. Especially considering that we are in an in an era now where. California was one of the first states to approve uh, players getting paid for likeness. Now, I don't think this will go into effect until like 2023 or 2024, somewhere in that time frame. But players actually being able to get paid for their likeness, which is what players have been fighting for for ages now, for decades now. You remember we used to have this game, the NCAA football game, and all the players are based off the actual players that were on the team with the same – Jersey number, same height and weight. It's like they went to rivals um um dot com and, and and got all the stat measurements for these kids or went to the rosters, you know, for each school, got the numbers, got the kids' complexion, got the kids' height and weight, and put it on the game. And so, for instance, Reggie Bush was playing NCAA 2003 or 2004 as himself, but not getting paid for it. Now, mind you, his name wasn't on the back of the jersey in the game, but it was Reggie Bush, six foot two oh five, four two, four three, forty, running back slash tailback slash kick returner. So he did everything. Matt Liner, the same way. Vince Young for Texas, the same way. Cedric Benson, rest in peace, the same way. You know, Ricky Williams, the same way. You know? Um, and then you could actually play the older games, too. Like so you could play with a Herschel Walker or an Earl Campbell or you could play with a um, a Bo Jackson, you know. So, yeah. Think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. Players 
were playing as themselves but not able to get paid. So the NCAA was benefiting off of this. The EA Sports was benefiting off of this, but the kids weren't. And um, now it looks like things are coming into motion to where these college athletes, these college student athletes will be able to benefit off their likeness, meaning that they could do, they can have an agent. And what does that mean for them? This means that they can get commercial deals and use their likeness to, to, to actually make money for themselves because they are a walking brand. Vince Young was a walking brand at Texas. Reggie Bush was a walking brand at USC. When you're at these big time schools and you're in a big market where the school isn't in Podunk nowhere, the school is really in a major city and you can thrive. Think about if this would this rule would have been in place um, during the Pony Express era when you had Eric Dickerson down at SMU doing his thing down there in the state of Texas, in the city of Dallas. What is it? The fourth largest city in America where could you imagine billboards like the billboards with with Eric Dickerson on them and him getting paid for it, like legally getting paid because we all know Pony Express was they were getting paid. But could you imagine if he was able to legally do it and, 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 and be on billboards? This could have essentially stop all the cheating in college football. Now, I say that, but some schools are still going to throw bags to go get guys, you know, bags of money. However, it will lessen the blow because these kids will be able to make some money off their own names. They can hold football clinics and teach kids how to throw the ball. They can hold um, uh, football training camps for high school and middle school kids. Could you imagine uh, a high school kid in California in 2004, 2005, going to the Reggie Bush slash Lindo White slash Matt Leinart um, football camp? And these three guys get paid for it. Who better to teach them how to be a college athlete? If you're in high school, then a college athlete who is a Heisman Trophy winner, two of them. And another guy who got drafted in the second round of the uh, of the draft the upcoming year. It sounds amazing to me. So let's get back to why this is important for Apple. This is very important for Apple because can you imagine the endorsement deals that these kids are going to get? Let's say, for instance, Apple does do this and they partner with the Pac-12 and they are able to host and stream all the live Pac-12 games on Apple TV. And they're basically own the rights for all this. Think about this for a minute. The number one recruit in college football this year is a quarterback out of California. He's not, he's literally a stone, uh, a stone's throw away from USC. He lives very close, 20 minutes, right? He's going all the way to Clemson to play football. All right. Imagine do you think his mom really wants him to go to Clemson to play football? Don't you think his mom or his dad or his family wants to see him play football every weekend right around the corner, go to every home game in the away games at UCLA or so or Oregon? That's an easy travel, right? No, his mom wants him to be close to home. Mama, mama wants you close to home, right? But he, of course, went to Clemson. Clemson is is, is a juggernaut now. But if they had these lightness deals, right, to where Apple – is now the, I guess, owner or co-owner of the Pac-12 network, and they're streamed on Apple TV, and these kids can have likeness. So see what Apple's doing is genius. What they can say is, hey, come to USC 
and your agent's going to already have everything negotiated for you that you're going to do commercials in California for the iPhone, the iPhone 15S. You're going to be on billboards for uh, uh, Apple TV. You know why you should watch the Pac-12 Network. You, you should watch the Pac-12 Network on Apple TV because I'm going to be on there and I'm the number one recruit in the country. Could you imagine the endorsement deal somebody in the state of California would get due to this? You're talking about a ton of money, a ton of money, a whole lot of money, money that you wouldn't get down in Clemson, money that you wouldn't get down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, money that you wouldn't get in Lubbock, Texas or College Station, money that you wouldn't get in these smaller pockets of football you know, towns, but money that you would get in the big market. This, this benefits the big market. It's going to be very interesting to see how this goes. Let's talk more about this on the other end, guys. But you know, I got to stop for a brief, brief, brief commercial break. All right, guys, we're back. So, with Apple potentially doing this with the Pac 12, potentially uh, negotiating a deal to where the Pac 12 network will be streamed, all the Pac 12 live games will be streamed on Apple TV. What Apple is essentially doing is saying, we are, there's no reason for us to have ESPN, guys. We're going to be competition and we're going to build our own. Um, be very interesting to see how Apple TV is probably, they're, nine times out of ten, they're probably going to unveil some kind of um, cable package like uh, AT&T now, uh, like the PlayStation View was until they canceled with Sony. Um, like Hulu or YouTube TV. I can see Apple doing something very similar to that. And if they can market having a Pac-12 football network, which is going to be similar, say similar to like an ESPN or something, this is going to be freaking amazing. Really, really amazing. So what this is really doing, guys, is that we are very, very, very soon starting to push cable TV out and you're going to have, you know, companies like your Apple TVs, your Hulus, we, they are going to emerge and they already are emerging as one of the biggest cable providers for people is cheaper, right? Uh, you, you'll only be able to get certain, certain stations with, with certain companies. So it's, it's, it's going to come to a point to where this is going to drive cable TV out. And if it doesn't drive cable TV out and direct TV and dish network out, what it's going to do is going to force them to get cheaper because they are so, so, so expensive, way more expensive than they need to be. So what this is doing is leveling the playing field. But now with, with streaming, all you need is good Internet service and you can get a good package for, I don't know, 30, 40 bucks. And then you get Internet service about 30, 40 bucks and you're only 80 bucks in for cable and Internet. And if you go cable and internet with the same amount of channels with somewhere else, you're going to be paying up 150. I know I'm saving a bunch of money by going with a with a, a, a streaming service instead of regular cable and, and some and some very high speed internet service. I'm saving like 80 bucks a month off my bill. So Apple is is smart with that. Let's get back to the sports part of this. So if they're able to do this and they're and and players able to get paid for likeness and things of that nature, if that comes into fruition, then this is going to be a major play for Apple because football is ebb and flow with the conferences. Conferences ride high. They ride high, and then they tank. And then a new conference comes up, and then they tank. 
So, for instance, like I said before, um, you can look at the late 90s, early 2000s, and the Pac-12 ran it. Yet USC, football is so much better when the when the Blue Bloods are great, and USC was great, and they ran things. Heisman Trophy winner after Heisman Trophy winner after Heisman Trophy winner. Carson wins. Matt Liner. Reggie Bush. That's like three Heisman Trophy winners in like a 10-year span, right? From one school, guys. One school. Then you look at what the Big 12 was able to do in, in the early 2000s to like 2009. So, you know, for like a decade, from like 2000 to 2009, for you know, for 10 years, nine, 10 years, Texas and Oklahoma were on top of the game. Oklahoma had Heisman Trophy winner after that, Heisman Trophy winner after that, Heisman Trophy winner. Texas had, I think, yeah, OU won one championship. Texas won another championship. Texas had a ton of guys who went to the league, a national championship, one of the greatest football players that anybody's ever seen, and Vince Young, who I think should have won the Heisman Trophy that year. I'm a little bit biased, but I am a Texas guy. But, yeah, I mean, he did lose to, you know, to Reggie, and Reggie Bush was a monster. But, yeah. Then in 2009, when Alabama won the uh, the championship, 2009-2010, against Texas, it was just like the SEC just exploded again. And so what this, this is going to do, guys, is, is it's it's going to level the playing field if, if things like this happen to where kids will stay closer to home if they know that they can start making money. You know, if they know that they can legally start making money and be able to help support their family and stay close to home and still represent their state. Uh, so... I think what Apple's doing is is genius, and a lot of companies are going to start catching on to this. Don't be surprised if you see, uh, you know, there is no uh, Big Twelve network, but you have a Longhorn network, right? Don't be surprised if a school like Texas, with the Longhorn network, partners up with somebody, and you know, with that being basically the richest athletic school in the country, don't be surprised if that happens. Don't be surprised, you know, the SEC network is partnered up with what was it with uh, ESPN. Don't be surprised if if that contract is up, if they say, you know what, we're going to take our services somewhere else. Because once this happens, as far as the players being able to get paid for their likeness, a lot more deals, I think, are going to get done. This is very interesting, guys. This is very interesting. And so on that note, guys, let's talk about one more thing. What do you guys think about players getting paid for their likeness? Should they be able to get paid for their likeness? Um, I think they should. Uh when I went to school, I remember uh, going to a party one night on campus with a couple of my friends, and we were going to a party with who was what was it Larry Dibbles at night, and the and somebody was wearing a jersey with his number on it. It didn't have his name on the back, but it, but it was his number. And I just remember Dibbs was like, "Man, that's my number!" And you know, so he was a freshman, so he was like excited about it, and, you know. And then I just remember like. Years later, thinking, man, there was a freshman. They already had his number on a jersey, and somebody was wearing it. Who's making that? Who's who's getting this money for that? And he was a big time recruit coming out of high school, right out of Lancaster, Texas. Uh, let's think about this, guys. I have two nieces that graduated from Alabama um, over the past year, and so I went to go to their graduations, and I go to their, you know, like to their souvenir shop and just walking around, and everything in Alabama. Is Hawaiian themed. Where do you think they got that from? Some guy named Tua Tagovailoa. Tua. 
Damn, damn it, I can't tell you his last name. Tua. Tua, that's where they got it from. All right? So Tua brought the Hawaiian-themed things there because he's, he's, he's of Hawaiian descent, and Alabama rolled with it. And so they had Alabama uh, Hawaiian-themed jerseys, Hawaiian-themed shirts, everything because of Tua. And Tua didn't get a cent of that, all right? So, we, yeah, he didn't get a cent of that. Let's, let's stick it to that, all right? How many number 10 jerseys are in Texas? How many number 12 jerseys are in Texas? How many throwbacks do you see Archie Griffin jerseys at Ohio State? How many throwback Reggie Bush jerseys do you see at Ohio State? How about OJ jerseys? You know, the school's benefiting off this. They're getting paid for this, but the players aren't. So I, I do believe that the players should get paid for their likeness. I do. I do. I do believe that they should be able to make some money off their likeness because um, they're the ones who are providing the skill. Um, also, let's talk about transfers since we're going into football. This is going to be the last time we talk about guys' transfers. What do you guys think about players uh, – if they transfer, you know, they have to sit out a year. What do you think about that? I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I like it or not. I don't know if a coach decides to quit on his team and transfer, he can go have a job the next day and go coach. That's all I do know. And he gets paid millions to do it. So if a coach can quit on his team or if he gets fired, he can go have another job the next day. You know, or he can leave mid-season, or he can leave immediately after season and go play and go coach for another team five days later. How come a player can't? It's about being fair, right? It's about the player, right? It's about the student athlete, right? If it's about the student athlete, then let's make things fair for the student athlete. Right? Let's make things fair for the student athlete if it's really about the student athlete. I'm always going to be for the players, guys. I I always am. I'm going to always be for the players because, uh, like I said, my time at Texas, I was the football players already, and I saw what they had to go through. Me being in ROTC at the time for Air Force, we were all getting up. They got up earlier than I did. I was going for PT in the morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. They were up before me going to workouts and going to conditioning and going to yada, 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 right? I'm getting back taking a shower, getting ready to go to class. They are kind of doing the same thing, but guess what they're doing? They're doing film study also. And then after film study, they're going back to practice or weightlifting, you know, or doing whatever. So they bring so much to the school, so much blood, sweat, and tears to their their institution that I'm always going to be for the player. Always. Because the powers that be are making their money. They're going to do what they're going to do. The players don't have that luxury. So I'm always for the player. So on that note, guys, just drop a note. Just let me know what you think. But I got to go. Yeah, guys, know how we end this out, guys. Do you. Don't be afraid to fail. I grow your environment. Understand your brilliance. On that note, Nino's Corner, I'm out.